millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Something wicked is coming this way, and only fools are ignoring the signs. So it's time you became a financial prepper like thousands of others. Gold can travel anywhere. It's international. It's its own currency. Allocate to gold now, the timeless safe haven asset. Open an IRA with noble gold investments to physically hold coins and bars and let real, tangible gold, not just paper, save your portfolio as the economy burns again. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin with every qualified IRA. Just use the promo code GOLD to claim your free coin and secure your family's financial future. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. 
now. NobleGoldInvestments.com Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Truth Bombs. It's good to have Steve Baker, independent journalist. It's so good to be with you, Ira. We Last time I saw you was in Miami. Was it back in February? Yeah. I think you were, like, working for Kanye. Yeah. No, I was down there for the... I was. I was down there for the Kanye West show. Uh, actually, I was actually working at Kanye West show. Steve does it all. Steve does it all, you guys. I kind of do as well. That's why we get on. Cheers. Cheers. Love the weekend. Absolutely. Steve Baker is the independent journalist that was targeted by the FBI for his coverage of January 6th. Pretty insane. I mean, this is a libertarian who was either supporting Trump nor Biden. You can't get a more, like, unbiased journalist at January 6th documenting history, yet somehow you get targeted. Well, I, I, I actually just spoke to somebody this week and I was explaining to them that one of the most difficult things that the FBI would have had a very, very hard time at prosecuting me for was the fact that as I, I told them, I said, you know, I've got hundreds of articles that I wrote back in the 2016 campaign that were hashtag never Trump. Really? And so are you really good? You really think that you can, you can bring prosecution against me for being a pro Trump insurrectionist? That would have been a tough case. Yeah. Now, you know, things have changed a little bit since then. We, we can talk about that as we go on. But uh, yeah. Well, there's a lot of updates on Trump today after he was raided. So yeah. before before yeah. we jump into it, got to shout out the sponsor of my coverage. Police have begun using a technique known as reverse keyword search. Use Google search history to find someone who might have committed a crime. But it invades the average user's privacy. This is why I turn to Virtual Shield. All the privacy tips and tricks in the world don't do what Virtual Shield does. It's an industry-leading VPN with a strict no-lock policy, so even they can't see what you're doing online. Virtual Shield helps protect your data from corporations, hackers, ISPs, advertisers, anyone else attempting to track and spy on you. Virtual Shield puts the control of your privacy data back in your hands. We were talking about privacy right. earlier and, like, you know, ads tracking us. Uh, so every viewer of the podcast is eligible for a Virtual Shield free 30-day trial. Guys, give it a try. Uh, and an additional 30-day money-back guarantee, but only for a limited time. Start your trial uh, before it's too late by going to that link down below, which is virtualshield.com slash ivory to lock in your discount. Um Check it out, guys. Yeah, you're, you're talking about, you know, verbalizing something and suddenly you're getting all these ads um, on your yeah. phone. Yeah. It happens almost every day now. I, I was uh, just last week, I was talking to my daughter and we were talking about uh, my son, who is an incredibly gifted musician. And we were talking about him uh, applying, possibly applying to uh, music school up in Berkeley in Boston. Not UC Berkeley in California, but the music school, the famous music school in Boston. And so we were just having a conversation on the phone about him applying to Berkeley in Boston. The next morning, I wake up and do it, you know, did the stupid thing that I do every morning whenever I wake up at 5.30 or 7 or whatever it is. I grab my phone, I look at my phone, and the first thing I see is ad after ad after ad of Berkeley Music School in Boston. Oh and I've never searched Berkeley in my life. You were just verbalizing it. Yeah, okay, I have a really great story too about this too. So I was out with friends away from work, joking 
I said a joke that I only date Asian guys. And I go into work the next day and log into my work computer and there's this big banner ad for an Asian dating website um, on my work computer. So my, you know, connecting the dots, I can only figure that. I think I was logging into Google in both places. So Google just tracked it and brought it to my So Google has, I guess, figured out that when you say you only date Asian guys, that that's a lie. <laughs> exactly. And that's why when you call it artificial intelligence, it's not intelligence. It's not actual intelligence, right. you guys. It's just algorithms. I was downtown Raleigh, North Carolina, covering one of the protest rallies. You actually introduced your non-Asian person. I know, I know. He's in there right here, definitely not Asian. So it was a joke, guys. Um, but I dated Asian in the past, so there you have it. Okay, so we're going to talk today about the unsealing of the search warrant in regards to the raiding of Trump's property. Yeah. We're waiting to see what was in that search warrant to learn more about why Trump is being targeted. But I think we have a soundbite um, from the Attorney General Merrick Garland. Just now, the Justice Department has filed a motion in the Southern District of Florida to unseal a search warrant and property receipt relating to a court-approved search that the FBI conducted earlier this week. That search was of premises located in Florida belonging to the former president. The department did not make any public statements on the day of the search. The former president publicly confirmed the search that evening, as is his right. Copies of both the warrant and the FBI property receipt were provided on the day of the search to the former president's counsel, who was on site during the search. The search warrant was authorized by a federal court upon the required finding of probable cause. The property receipt is a document that federal law requires law enforcement agents to leave with the property owner. The department filed the motion to make public the warrant and receipt in light of the former president's public confirmation of the search, the surrounding circumstances. So they only issued this search warrant because there was a concern about the law he's saying. He's saying you'll see that. Uh, A lot of Americans, it's really interesting, people on the right are now demanding the dismantling of the FBI, which reminds me of when people on the left were demanding, demanding the dismantling of ICE. Right. You know, law enforcement agencies that serve a purpose for enforcing the law but it does seem there's been a lot of FBI corruption. I mean, look at your case. You're doing journalism, and the FBI is threatening to arrest you. So what's what's your take on, on this search warrant? Why do you think they raided Trump? This, this is obviously highly complex, and you and I could spend probably three hours just talking about this topic alone. And I almost have to preface this by saying, The average American, whether we're on the left or the right, uh, whether you're pro-Trump, anti-Trump. And by the way, you've heard of, obviously, Trump derangement syndrome. Yes, guys. I almost forgot what that meant. Trump derangement syndrome is when you hate him so much you can't even think clearly. But see, I, I consider Trump derangement syndrome to actually apply to both sides. Oh, you know, th- th- this is coming from my libertarian uh, <laughs> position. Is is that is that those who are incredibly pro-Trump, and I, I have over the years called them Trumpaholics, 
are are the, the, the types that regardless of whatever he's done that's questionable or wrong or maybe a misstatement or the bad tweets or the, you know, what, whatever you don't like about it, you know, you, whatever he's done that that is, let's just say, is not of the highest quality of character. The, those who love him the most, you know, they, they, they cover their ears, they cover their, out, their eyes. And, and that's part, that's equally a part of, Trump derangement syndrome, as is those on the left, or those on the left, who have considered every single utterance, every single policy, every single thing that he's ever done, every word he's ever spoken, as being from the pit of hell, or whatever you know the case may be. That's equally Trump derangement syndrome. When, when the reality and the truth from both sides is always somewhere in the middle. And when we're talking about this particular issue and as related to this FBI raid at Mar-a-Lago, is that there is absolutely no way, no way, we're going to convince either side of, if you're on the right, of the propriety of that raid, or if you're on the left, of the impropriety of that raid. It's just not going to happen. In fact, polling has showed us that even the January 6th hearings haven't affected how the right views this whatsoever. It hasn't affected how the love you. You either hated him or you loved him or you're someone like me who's kind of takes it issue by issue by issue and not not as a whole, who looks at it uh, individually, you know, as an individual um, issue type situation. So when we talk about this, this is where I have been drawn into not a defense of Trump, but a defense of not only the rule of law, a defense of the Constitution, a defense of our republic, because we've never done this before. Is there or has there been other presidents who have committed crimes that could have been after their presidency pursued Prosecuted, charged with various crimes? Yes. The, the answer is yes. <laughs> On multiple occasions. Maybe the current one. <laughs> well, yeah, no, maybe even the current one, and maybe even especially the current one. But, but we, can, we can start at the beginning and work our way forward. We can start now and work our way backwards. But, but there are reasons why in our republic, that when it's all over and done with, and the presidency is said and done, that we don't bring charges against a former president or a former president's wife for multiple felonies. (laughs) Yes. There's a reason why we don't do that. And we we hear this word all the time, banana republic, banana republic, Mm -hmm. banana republic. What does that mean? What that means is, is this is that once the opposition party crosses that Rubicon and charges a former leader of the country with something, then prosecutes that person, maybe even desires to imprison that former president for possible or alleged crimes committed during their their term in office. The next thing that's going to happen is the pendulum always swings and the next party is now going to do the same thing or even more. And they're going to push it one step further. 
And when we get into that type of situation, what ultimately happens is, and this is what happens in banana republics, this is what happens in authoritarian states, is that every leader then thereafter is forced to entrench themselves with a protectionism or a wall of protection that keeps them from being prosecuted or keeps them from being arrested or keeps them from being assassinated. And the only way you can do that is to form an authoritarian government. Oh my God. You create martial law. You then prevent elections from happening. You then create a situation where in the next election you're getting 98% of the vote. Because if you don't vote for that next person, you're then prosecuted yourself. Wow. And and that's why our system has always been more forgiving, let's say, of that. And that's why Clinton was absolutely guilty of two crimes, perjury and obstruction of justice. He was guilty Period. Lock, stock, and barrel. But he didn't need a uh, pardon from uh, Bush the second. It was just understood it's over. Let's let it go. All right? Even though during the uh, Trump campaign, he was going, lock, you know, the crowds were screaming, lock her up, lock her up, lock her up, talking about Hillary. Hillary com- committed multiple felonies. And I know that the left doesn't want to hear this and they mock the right. And I'm saying this as a libertarian, I wouldn't call myself a centrist, but libertarian is a whole different quadrant on the political spectrum as it is. Libertarian loves freedom more than conservatives or liberals. That's absolutely correct. That's absolutely correct. And so she absolutely committed multiple felonies. Let's talk about the emails for a second. And she, she not only hid these emails from the Department of Justice, she then deleted them. This was premeditated. It, it, was, a, a, it was a felony, which she and her accomplices uh, perpetrated at the time. And what ultimately happened once Trump became president, and he was essentially in charge of the DOJ, even though the campaign rhetoric was lock her up, lock her up, lock her up, he didn't do it. And there's a reason for that. We don't want to become that nation because had... He and his Department of Justice pursued a prosecution against Hillary, or Bush had pursued prosecution against Bill, her husband, for his crimes in the 90s, late 90s. Had that happened, the pendulum swing, the slapback would have been is that the next administration would then have taken not only the same approach going forward, but even ratcheted up yet again. And you can see the same, you know, the, the same thing is true of this idea about stacking the court, you know, the, the, the department, uh, or, or rather the Supreme Court. The, the, obviously, the left is apocalyptic about, you know, the, the, the recent rulings from the Supreme Court related to Roe v. Wade and then also uh, with uh, gun legislation or gun uh, uh, guns in, in New York, New York. State. And so, and they even stripped away the EPA's power. Yes, and then the EPA's issue, you know, issue. So, because they're completely, you know, gone nuts over that, what's their response? Well, we're going to stack the court. So instead of nine justices, we're going to put thirteen on. So with thirteen justices, we'll put four 
activist leftist judges on the court in addition to the other nine, and now we'll control whatever happens going forward. Well, if you do that, what's going to happen when the pendulum swings and the GOP is in control of the White House and both houses of Congress? What are they going to do? They're going to, what, 19 judges now? No, that's true. The precedent is the Right. Oh, I get your point on all this, but if a president knows that by tradition he will never be prosecuted if he does commit crazy crimes, then what's to stop presidents from just running rampant with, with crime? The only thing that, that's there to stop them is our system of the checks and balances in our government that founders established. Because we have three co-equal separate branches of government. We have, obviously, the judiciary. We have the executive branch. We have the you know, the legislative branch. And, and that is not perfect because there is no perfect system of governance ever devised by man. And there can never be. There won't ever be. But at least those checks and balances hold them, hold them to accountability while they're in office to a certain extent. And then also we have in our republic the democratic element. And so when we're done with them, we can vote them out, whether it's four years or eight, whatever the case may be. Good point. And so if a Democrat president commits too much crime during his presidency, his party might not get reelected for a long time, That's vice right. versa. So that That's would right. kind of be the punishment. And that, and that exactly happens. And it doesn't just happen in the presidency. It happens at the congressional level. That's why you had a situation before 1994, the the Democrats had controlled the House uh, of Representatives for 40 years, and 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 so these types of things they evolve, they move. It's fluid, as I said before. The pendulum swings back and forth, and we do in fact have a system in place that's not perfect, but it's better than it has ever been devised by man before. I agree. If we adhered more to it, if, if <laughs> I feel we like did. If from, we did, I feel like our country is strained so much from how it was originally constructed. Yeah. Uh, every every presidency seems to add a little bit more power to the executive branch, and that's a unfortunate unfortunate circumstance for sure. And then you have like, look at our Congress right now, like the legislative branch. Is aimed that for a reason. Their, their job is to write laws. Yet, what have they been doing all year? Uh, January six hearings. They're yeah. acting like a judicial branch. Right. I'm like, what's going on? Right. Exactly. And sometimes you feel like the judicial branch is writing laws. <laughs> well, no, the, the the judicial branch is often writing laws. They're, they are legislating from the bench, and that's not their job. Right. And they all the obviously the problem we have there is that the opposition party, whoever that is, is not doing their job in correcting that situation and fighting and pushing back against it. So when you have a Democrat in the executive branch, in the White House, and you have, uh, as we have right now, a majority Democrat in both the Senate and the House of Representatives, they could easily be pushing back against legislative, the legislative activities of the court, but they're not. And the exact opposite is is true as well, because we have seen, even in just the last several years, we've seen Trump with majorities in both houses, 
and and they didn't push back against legislative activities from the judiciary during that term as well. Well, what's the biggest legislative activity from Trump's judiciary in your mind? From, well, from Trump's judiciary is obviously his recent appointments in the Supreme Court. He got three, which is highly unusual for a four-term president to get three appointments. And uh, although I'm not necessarily opposed to the recent rulings, because those three that you rattled off earlier, if we're talking about the elimination of Roe v. Wade, um, that was just bad law to begin with. It doesn't matter what side of the abortion debate you're on, whether you're pro-life, whether you're pro-choice, it was just unconstitutional law when it was when it was legislated from the Supreme Court back, so back in, in the 70s. Right. So that was just bad law. And then you get into their ruling against the New York gun laws, uh, the prohibition against carry, you know, yeah. citizens to carry. Again, bad law. It's just bad law. The third thing, of course, EPA. the EPA issue was, again, unconstitutional law. That is legislating from the executive branch. For people who don't realize it, that the uh, Environmental Protection Agency, a lot of these executive agencies, they, they've been growing in power, like the FDA, the USDA. USDA coming in and raiding the Amish because their meat is not up to, up to par. Like, so farmers minding their own business don't have the freedom anymore to, you know, grow meat and sell it to their neighbors anymore because it's it's not according to some federal agency which nobody elected the people who are in charge of the EPA or the uh, USDA. So the EPA is throwing its weight around in, in regards to carbon emissions and saying, oh, you, this business can't do that, this business can't do that because you're not abiding by our regulations, which are apparently the same as laws. <coughs> or you can't grow cows because they're farting too much. Right. And and it's like, this is a regulation that an agency under the presidency came up with. It is not legislation. It's not a law that was passed by a representative republic. Mm-hmm. Like, the people representing your state didn't get to weigh in on whether the EPA can throw its weight around. So, the Supreme Court this year came in and said, whoa, 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 EPA. It's the job of Congress to pass laws, which are different. different It's not the job of bureaucrats, unelected bureaucrats, unelected people sitting at a desk somewhere who... I mean, they're supposed to enforce, the, the executive branch is supposed to enforce the law. So the EPA... Like, if Congress passed a certain law, the EPA, I guess, under the presidency, could make sure that law is being enforced. But this is a problem across the board with legislation coming out of Congress, because it doesn't matter what department we're talking about. If it's the Department of Health and Human Services, whether it's the EPA, whether it's the Department of Education, Department of Agriculture, Department of Transportation, when when these bills, these massive bills are passed, whether they're 800 pages or 2,200 pages, very often inside that legislation, it said that this exact language is often said, as the secretary may deem. The secretary in charge of that agency. The the secretary of that agency. So the secretary of that agency deems that 
his or her underlings, <laughs> the unelected bureaucrats, can draft regulations that were far outside of the intent of Congress. Oh my gosh. Even further outside of the Constitution itself. But yeah, the Congress wrote the Congress wrote that into there. But the Congress wrote that in there. And that is one of the ways that progressives, whether they come from the Democratic Party or they come from the Republican Party, allow these progressive agendas to um, take root, Ooh, to manifest, especially. and to grow is because, as the Secretary may deem, then you have all of this non-legislative regulation being or being um, perpetrated upon business, upon farmers, upon individuals, whatever the case may be. So, if the Congress knows that the executive branch is in agreement with them on some of these issues, they would have incentive to write that line in as the Secretary would need to to give freedom to their buddies over in the President's branch to, you know, take that around it. But, here's my thinking, like, I'm just wondering how much the Congress actually even writes these laws, because I think they're written by lobbyists, and then they're thrown on congressmen's desk. We hear these congressmen talk about, well, I was just given this, you know, this pile of pages 45 minutes ago, and I'm supposed to vote on whether we're going to pass this thing. It's insane. Well, they, they are ultimately influenced by the lobbyists today. It's, it's obviously all of the elements of what we call the reset, it's all the elements of climate change, the Green New Deal, and so all of the, the legislation that we're seeing right now, including the Inflation Reduction Act, is all influenced by those who have um, the skin in the game to make money and to derive the transference of wealth from the American people to their particular agenda, because it's not about, we know that, it's, it's, it's not about climate change, it's about um, it's about well, follow the money. Totally, that was the first uh, tip I was given by a journalist when I got into journalism back at J School and at Syracuse. I was told, "Follow the money, guys." Um, so Trump, anyway, Trump has been truthing up the storm. <laughs> you know, he's picked up where he left off with Twitter. Now on Truth Social. Right. He has been um, voicing his thoughts on, on this raid for sure. He, after Merrick Garland, said that he approved this raid. Yeah. Trump, truth, simply witch hunt. He also said, he, he wrote a lot of things. He said, just learned that the agents went through the first lady's closet and rummaged through her closet, personal belongings, surprisingly left area in a relative mess. Wow. <laughs> and he said... Does anybody really believe that Joe Biden in the White House knew nothing about this great embarrassment to our country, the biggest story since the Afghanistan catastrophe? I don't think so. Yeah, because apparently Biden's like, I, I don't know anything. I'm just boarding Air Force One with Hunter right now. Right. And uh, we're going on vacation again. Well, first of all, it's absolutely impossible that the Biden administration or Biden himself uh, assume. Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil. 
Also known as CBD, this new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. NaturalHempOil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.NaturalHempOil.com. That's www.NaturalHempOil.com. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800 lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting mode, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com fighterflare.com A human catastrophe is closing in. Nobody knows how far this one is going to go. You can feel the heat as tension is rising globally. War is expensive. Open a Noble Gold Investments IRA today, and you can claim a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin. Just use the promo code GOLD. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. I mean, that he even knew what happened Monday after he had his bowl of oatmeal, if he was even aware of what was going on then, he certainly was already briefed, or whoever his puppet master is was briefed on the raid. It's absolutely impossible that Merrick Garland, the Department of Justice, proceeded forward with that, um, that okay, let's not call it a raid, the execution of that warrant, um, same thing? Without without him knowing about it. It's absolutely impossible. He knew about it. I guarantee you that Obama knew about it. I guarantee you that Hillary knew about it. I guarantee you that Pelosi and Schumer knew about it. I guarantee you that none of this happened without the collusion of yeah. that 
progressive leftist cartel coming to agreement that and and a and a premeditated decision that they were going to somehow benefit from this beyond what could be the slapback or the 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 because look we've already seen what the, how the right has handled this we've already seen how trump supporters have reacted to this they miscalculated egregiously they're they're looking at throwing as as many things against the wall as they can just seeing what will stick and we've seen that throughout the trump you know uh, presidency even before that before the Trump, before he was elected, they were just throwing everything they could. And I'm saying this as a guy who just two days ago, three days ago, did a podcast, and the title of my podcast was "Damn It, Don't Make Me Defend Trump." Even though I was opposed to his uh, presidency in 2016 and his candidacy then, in 2020 I did endorse and vote for him mm-hmm. because the option was was unthinkable. I had I had Trump scored on my liberty scale about 50-50 after you know four years in, in office. And I had Biden scored at about a negative 10. Okay. So I, Wait, I, I so who did you actually want to be president? Uh, in in 2020? Yeah. I, I, no I, I did vote for Trump. Well 2020. I mean okay in an ideal world Grandpa Grandpa. That's he's my he's he's my guy right now and has you guys, it's years. it's truth bomb. I don't think I've ever really talked too much about like my personal meanings and stuff, but it's truth bomb. I'm libertarian too and the first you know, I'm I'm younger than you. The first time that I was able to vote was two thousand eight. And I voted in the primaries for Ron Paul. So the first time I was able to vote for a president. You want to what guess what year it was? Oh, I'm terrible at guessing. Oh, come on. One, I, have, one I have no idea. 1978. Oh, wow. 2008 for me. Wow. And yeah, so I picked Ron Paul, which it ended up being, you know, John McCain versus Obama. So I had to go for John McCain. And then I was at Syracuse when Obama was elected. And, there were, and just... The students were running out of the streets just celebrating and they were so thrilled. Okay, yeah, so you said don't make me defend Trump. Yeah, and, and that's because even though I'm not a Trump guy, and even though from a personal level I don't like the guy, and even though I think that the GOP could have exercised better options... I recognize the it factor that Trump has. Yeah. Okay. For sure. I, I, I recognize, and and the one, the probably the most significant thing that I like about him is the disruptive nature of who he is in our political process. Yeah. Because as a libertarian, and by the way, when I say libertarian, I'm a small L libertarian, not a party guy. I'm not a member of any party. I'm not a member of the Republican Party, the Democrat Party, yeah, or the Libertarian. Uh, but but as a, a small L uh, philosophical libertarian, I like the disruptive nature that he brought to the system. I always admired that. On 
on election night in 2016, I was hashtag never Trump and hashtag never Hillary. I actually, for the first and for the first time in my life, I actually voted for a libertarian and wow. a national elector. I, I voted for Gary Johnson, Dang. and I didn't even score him very high wow. as a libertarian. I just couldn't, I couldn't comprehend a Trump or a Hillary being president. And and for the and I I've, I've always believed. In, in the, the concept of a throwaway vote was not a good thing, and I've never exercised the throwaway or protest vote. For the first time in 2016, I actually exercised my protest vote. That's great. Well, let me just say, I think the most important thing that a lot of people are looking for right now is someone who doesn't get, get pushed around by you know polling or like what people think, or, oh my gosh, the media hates yeah. me, so I better stop talking that way, you know, I think it's what a lot of people like about Trump is that he does not care and he pushes back harder yeah. when he gets the hate. And I think people want that, someone who stands their ground on what they're, uh, you know, what they want the policy to be, no matter what anyone says. And that's actually what I was looking for in 2016. And, and I saw that actually in Ted Cruz, when Ted Cruz went and campaigned in Iowa, he campaigned against ethanol subsidies in Iowa, which right. makes all of its, or, you know, he spoke against those in Iowa, when right. that's what the people make their money off of in right. Iowa, which I hate subsidies too, that yeah. destroy the free market economy, and America's rampant with subsidies now. But I was like, okay, so Ted Cruz doesn't he's just going to keep it real no matter what, what state he's campaigning. So I was going to vote for him, but then uh, Trump ended up being very much that way, being like, no, this is what's going to benefit the free markets. I don't care what anyone says. And in, and in 2016, on election night, when the returns were finally in, all of the networks declared Trump the winner. Even though I had been hashtag never Trump and hashtag never Hillary all the way through the entire campaign. And I was I was a huge proponent of Rand and Rand Paul in, during the primaries. But when we got to that final call, and they called Trump as the next president of the United States. I felt this sense of relief, <laughs> and that's and that's despite being opposed to him the high, the whole time because I knew even though Trump was an unknown commodity, he was a guy who had been on every side of every issue, not just both sides, but every side during his lifetime. He had you know obviously spent most of his life as a registered Democrat. He had he had. Uh, Contributed to major candidates on both sides as a you know billionaire, real estate developer. He had put money into every campaign. Uh, he had been on both sides of abortion. He had been both sides of the mm-hmm. war. He had been on both sides of every issue you can name. There wasn't a single issue that he had not had some policy statement at some point in his lifetime that he was not on both sides. And so, for to me, Trump was just a big fat zero because I didn't know what he was. Mm. I knew what Hillary. So the fact that he got elected, or that they called the election for him, I went, at least it's not her. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then I wiped the slate clean, and I gave him a chance. So I I abandoned hashtag never Trump, and then I went to policy by policy, statement by statement, issue by issue, issue. I went to hashtag good Trump, or hashtag bad Trump. Just... Fairly analyzing each 
episode throughout his presidency from that point forward. So when we come now to today and the Monday's raid on Mar-a-Lago, I see a horrible, horrible precedent being set, which I described earlier, is that if this Department of Justice, Merrick Garland, is obvious, extreme left, we're bent, the obvious desire of the Democratic Party to eliminate any possibility of Trump ever being able to actually legally run for president again, if they get by with this, and the pendulum always swings, the Republicans are going to not just equally slap back, they're going to take it to another level as well. And I don't want to see either one. I don't want to see our republic descend into a situation where one side ultimately says we are so in need of protecting our power and our position that they ultimately declare some sort of emergency order to the extent where they can eliminate all civil liberties. They can eliminate freedom. They can eliminate the Constitution. They can eliminate the Bill of Rights by saying, we're done, and then we are, in fact, well, a lot of people fear we're, we're really slipping towards that anyways in a more covert way. And, yeah. um, you know, freedom of speech has been dramatically limited. And, and we know, you know, we can't talk uh, fully about it here on YouTube, but the shenanigans of 2020's election were, um, I mean, there, there was evidence all over the place that was getting censored left and right. And then we had this strong media narrative that the election was perfect. And if you think the election wasn't perfect, you're a clown. And so that's very concerning to a lot of people, and, and it really makes you think there probably was really something to um, the um, shenanigans. <laughs> so I'm going to call it on YouTube. Is that you can actually get by with that phrase? I can say can, shenanigans. See, because I don't, rock, I don't I don't release anything on YouTube any longer, and not for that reason, because I've actually never taken uh, an adamant or authoritative stance on the 2020 election results or the shenanigans thereof. So my reason for not being on YouTube any longer is it has nothing to do with that. But, um, so I don't know what, well, I don't, know, I, don't know, I don't know how far I can go in this conversation. Well, I'm just saying that I was a reporter for Fox. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I was locally based in Houston working for the Murdoch. So, and I was not allowed to cover the shenanigans that were being presented at my desk left and right. right. You know, I was sources were sending me evidence of shenanigans that I was then verifying. Yep, this is a real shenanigan. Hey, boss, maybe we should cover this. No, nope, no. Nope. Were these were these <laughs> shenanigans in Houston or just from the other states? This was in Houston, which is the third in most- Houston. Third most populous county in America, Houston, you know, it has a lot of voters. And Democrats in 2020 were intent on turning Texas blue, which a lot of Texans were like, ha, 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 whatever. But I was, as a reporter, in contact with 
the Republicans and Democrats in Texas as they were campaigning. And I have to hand it for the to the Democrats and their organization being on top of every single thing. They had amazing PR people schmoozing me, practically flirting with me to cover the Democrats. <laughs> Republicans were like, they wouldn't pick up the phone. I'm like, do you guys want to be covered in the election? You know, so Republicans, from my experience covering elections in Texas, Republicans have gotten very comfortable with how red Texas is. Democrats are hungry to turn it blue. Yeah. They're working hard. And I think Democrats, you know, made some movement in 2020 to turning it blue. And part of the movement was the shenanigans, but part of it was actually getting out there more than Republicans would because Republicans take it for granted that their people are always going to vote right. But anyway. When you, well, when you look at the, Democrat, the demographics of Texas and you look at the population of Houston, obviously Austin, Dallas, San Antonio. So you look at the more blue heavily populated areas of those, you know, uh, cities and counties. The only thing offsetting Texas from being a blue, a quote-unquote blue state is that Texas is so large that you have so many other counties. So much rural area. There's so much rural area with enough population to offset that, whereas in a smaller state it would not be offset. Yeah. Uh, and, and so... Texas overall has this red thing going on, this red attitude, this red state of mind. But if you lose even just a little bit more of the population as, 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 as it creeps outside of you know the counties that, that encompass Houston, San Antonio, Austin, Dallas, Texas could be lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Houston itself is a very blue city, and uh, uh, Congressman Al Green and uh, Sheila Jackson Lee were two Houston Congress members who led the charge to impeach Trump. Trump's impeachment came, you know, in large part from Texas, actually. Yeah. You know, <laughs> people don't really know that. So, you know, there's a lot going on, but when I saw the shenanigans happening in the third most populous county, it was really, really interesting. And you look at the issues with machines and some really concerning machines in Texas um, that YouTube would censor me for, but I've covered it on my uncensored website, ivorhecker.com. Um, and Fox didn't want me to shed light on things that I had on camera that were damning to the machines. Oh, I mean, don't, sh- don't show that. Um, go cover this press conference about, like, car breakings. And it was like, <laughs> what is going on? So, um... Well, Texas did not become part of the story because Texas was not needed in the ultimate right. 3 o'clock in the morning overturning of things. And we have a similar situation in North Carolina where I live is that I think that, you know, obviously we were we were looking at Pennsylvania and Michigan, Wisconsin, uh, uh, Arizona, Atlanta, you know, Georgia, Atlanta, 
we were looking at those states in particular, and that's where the, the three o'clock in the morning shenanigans happened. <laughs> I can say shenanigans. <laughs> right. That's where it happened. But I think the next state in line, in case they needed it, and it was in their back pocket, was North Carolina. You guys are a purple state. Yes, a very purple state. And and the evidence of that was in, and I don't want to bore your listeners, you know, with with, with this with this story. But we had some incredibly anomalous. I can say I can say shenanigans and probably anomalous. <laughs> I talked about anomalous right, last we, time. We had some incredibly anomalous things happening. Twenty twenty had some anomalies. Right, right. That that happened in that particular uh, in our state. In fact. Our Democratic, very leftist governor, Roy Cooper, who my daughter was his daughter's roommate at oh, UNC wow. Chapel Hill. They were, yeah. Roy Cooper's daughter was my daughter's roommate uh-huh. in the first year in college at UNC Chapel Hill. So I had a little bit of a connection there. <laughs> Not politically, but uh, personally. And the, the thing that ended up happening there was once they had just enough of those states to fall to the shenanigans, inexplicably, Roy Cooper early ratified the vote count in North Carolina because they were holding that for several days as well. Wow. So uh, North Carolina was not didn't get called either early wow. on. North Carolina was held for several days after Election Day in terms of their final count for the for the presidency. Hmm. And once they had enough of the other states' shenanigans played into the Democrats' hands and into Biden's hands, then Roy Cooper pulled back and actually uh, demanded the ratification even before it was actually legally required. I forget how many days. He had 10 days or whatever. It's like on the 7th or 8th day. Like, yeah, let's go ahead and call it. Let's give it to Trump. So they ended up giving wow. Trump North Carolina. Wow. But I have a feeling that had one of those other states, whether it been Pennsylvania or Wisconsin or Arizona or Nevada or Georgia or whatever, had not successfully flipped at 3 o'clock in the morning on election night, that he would have held out and North Carolina would have become one of those contested states as well. See, these stories like this are what really concern people, and especially when you see the ratcheting up of censorship. So you see things like that. Well, it appears that politicians are controlling which state goes to to whom. So are are, are elections legitimate anymore? And then with the bringing in the censorship, the control of the media, um, it's like, are we ever going to get the truth anymore? And then you see for the first time ever, the current president's administration going after the former president. And you say, we can't have that happen because then when the Republicans take over, they would go after Biden. But what if Biden thinks we're far enough along in this corruption that we have enough of a handle on elections and media that we can just run rapidly from here on So that's the problem. That is the problem. Eventually... If we go down this path, one side or the other is eventually going to say, we've gone far enough. 
let's just end this experiment. Like we've got control forever. Right. And that's what people fear has already happened with the Democrats. And if they if they do feel that they're at that point now, they're not going to blatantly tell the people because the people might get ideas to fight back. Yeah. They're going to keep the people peaceful. Like they have hope. Like oh yeah, my my vote's going to count this election cycle. And then when it doesn't, oh, it was because people were upset about the Wade. And then the next one, oh, there was some other excuse. And they'll keep the people complacent for long enough as they completely turn into a dictatorship. We might already be there. I, I'm not going to say that I don't think we're there yet. I'm going to say that I hope we're not there yet. And, and what, what I fear the most right now is the possible... Uh, reactionary uh, activities that may happen. Because, as, as you know, we had a, this morning uh, an FBI office in Ohio was attacked by a guy who preliminary reports say he might have been a January 6th guy. Uh-huh. I actually read that, I think, in wow. the Washington Post uh, later this afternoon that he may have been a J6 guy. Uh, he showed up he tried to breach the actual FBI. I'll call them a compound because it really is. If you've ever been to one, it is a very secure compound. And I have unfortunately been to one, been inside one. FBI interrogated. I was there by invitation. I didn't have to breach the, uh, the gate. But they are very secure uh, areas. And the government really spends a lot of money to protect them. Much more to protect them than they do us, by the way. But the point being is, is that somebody tried to breach one today. It was in, unsuccessful. There were shots fired at the compound. He he was, uh, I think, surprised or um, shocked at the early response, and he got away. Went off somewhere else. Was in a big field. Law enforcement, FBI agents, other types of uh, law enforcement surrounded him. Eventually, killed him. Yeah. And so that happened this morning. And so what I fear right now is that we might start getting these types of reactions from the extremists. And there are extremists on both sides. I'm not talking about I'm not talking about, you know, mainstream middle America, MAGA hat wearing Trump supporters. I'm talking about the extremists. And the equal and opposite extremists exist on the left. We've seen them in the abortion issue with, you know, Jane's revenge and that sort of thing. Yeah. The anti-pro-life groups. I don't even know. What's the problem? Anti-life pro-abortion. Yeah. (laughs) But, but, yeah, the militant pro-abortion. Right. And and so they they exist on both sides. And so, but but those are very small groups on each side. But the more and the more of these types of things that we're talking about today happen... Those groups tend to get a little bit bigger on the extremes, yeah. And and I fear that the most right now, you know, because there, there's the the flag waving, gun waving, you know, bring it on, eighty seven thousand new IRS agents. All right, bring it on, let's go. You know, no, we don't want that. I don't. I have two children. I don't want them raised in a banana republic or in a civil war. Environment. That's the last thing I want. Yeah, but would you rather fall to a dictatorship or have some war? I don't want to fall to a dictatorship, but if we do fall and one side or the other declares their 
supreme and permanent power at that point myself as the quote unquote pragmatic constitutionalist game on but we're not there yet we still we have an election this year you have to wait for someone to declare themselves dictator then then it's we're not there yet and if you go look at you know go just go reread the declaration of independence Oh my gosh, I did recently, you guys, and I highly recommend reading it because I feel like you're going to relate to it more than ever. I reread it regularly. I, I, I probably read the Declaration of Independence once a month. Yeah, people don't realize how long the document, I mean, it's a short document, but it's it's lengthy in that they're listing uh, all the grievances against the king. Right, but if you read those grievances against the king, and, you know, the, the people, let's say, on our side, libertarians, liberty-loving people, uh, whether they're, you know, Libertarian Party, uh, liberty-oriented Republicans, or, or whatever the case may be, they tend to go, okay, you know, we're being taxed at 50% of our income, and those guys revolted against you know, Great Britain for 1% to 3% of taxation or something like that. So we're so far beyond. Now, when you read the entire list of grievances, they were way, way past where we are. Oh, it was bad. Yeah. Really the, bad. The judges were corrupt. Right. The the laws, the, the law writing was corrupt. Everything. Close, huh? everything. Yeah, everything yeah. was so, so corrupt. It well, was much worse than it is. It, it really was. Um, I feel like I could talk to you forever about this and we'll have to, but, we'll have to do another <laughs> We're already flying past the time here. Um, guys, you've got to read Steve Baker's blog, The Pragmatic Constitutionalist. Uh, what's the website? Let's, we'll send everybody to our locals community right now. Uh, you know, Dave Rubin created that. Mm-hmm. They're now also in partnership with Rumble. As I said, I'm no longer on YouTube. Everything is on Rumble. So, awesome. But if you go to thepragmaticconstitutionalist.locals.com awesome. um, and our Website, which is the pragmaticconstitutionalist.com, is actually under reconstruction right now. We don't need to give them a reason why oh. that's happening, but it is. And um, but locals is kind of where everything comes out of now. All of our content, whether written, whether video, whatever, all originates from there now and then spreads out everywhere else. Awesome. Yeah, when it's interesting you brought up the founding father's documents because when I first read your blog, I was like, I can tell by the way he writes that he's read a lot of our founding fathers. He kind of <laughs> starting to write like that. Yeah. But um, all right, thanks so much, Steve. You, and uh, we'll we'll have him back on sometime and we'll catch you guys next week. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a break 
breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new eBooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. 